Welcome to the One Answer, Two Question podcast, where my co-host Joe and I talk about current events from a Christian worldview. We invite you to listen. We hope it sparks a lot of questions. We hope you enjoy the conversation today. Hello, and welcome to the One Answer, Two Question podcast. I am Shane, and as always, I'm joined by Joe. Joe, how are you? I'm good. How you doing? Doing well, man. Doing well. We haven't done one of these since May. We have not done one of these since May, and uh, we have both had some crazy changes, I think, over the last six months that have somehow the schedules just haven't lined up. It's been crazy. I don't even know where to begin it's been a really wild year, I think, probably for everyone. I think you're right. I think most of your things have been kind of some personal issues. Most of mine have been more like some some business issues. But I am glad and that we are having this conversation. And uh, I, I think that because it's the time of year, it's Thanksgiving. And so first and foremost, I am thankful that we have the chance to get back together and have another podcast. So thank you for that. Yeah. I'll do, uh, you know, I do what I can. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but it isn't as though we've stopped talking. I mean, we still talk fairly regularly. It's just the getting of, you know, getting organized and getting our schedules aligned to actually sit down and, and do a podcast is, um, it's become more difficult. I mean, you have a professional schedule. I have a personal schedule. <laughs> <you know? laughs> and, and rarely do the two meet. Um but, you know, that actually reminds me that uh, I know you and I have talked about it, but I'm actually going to start trying to do um, podcasts myself um, since you and I have so much trouble getting our getting our schedules together. I thought there well, also, I think there there's some some topics that I don't know exactly how they fit together in a conversational sense that I've been wanting to share. So I'm going to be doing that and and you're going to have to help introduce that i'm sure <laughs> well i'd be happy to and i'm looking forward to hearing uh i'm here i'm looking forward to hearing your podcast that you're going to run solo um because i've always thought you were carrying the weight of this thing anyways so <laughs> it'll it'll be nice it'll be nice to actually prove uh beyond a shadow of a doubt that i was right on that the whole time <laughs> and occasionally you know occasionally I'll, I'll bring you in for a guest spot how's that <laughs> oh well that's very kind of you i appreciate you uh yeah. you know trying to include me uh, as you as you move forward <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so before one of the things uh because i think it's really important to just address really quickly you know one of the things that's always so important for both of us is that this isn't something that we necessarily feel like we can schedule because a lot of this podcast is based around us being called to say something um and it's not something we're trying to force we're not setting aside a certain amount of time on a weekly basis always to do it um but i think both of us felt really strongly that especially with the way it's been for almost two years now that it was important to get back together and talk about thankfulness. And we were, we were just kind of, you know, catching up before we started rolling. And, and one of the things that really occurred to both of us is we've both had some life experiences that didn't work the way we wanted them to. And I think in hindsight, how thankful we both are that they didn't go in the direction we were planning. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I've been making plans my entire life and it's just, they don't seem to end up the way that I intend oftentimes. 
Well, and you know, there was a there was a song that was really popular. It's a Garth Brooks song called uh, "Sometimes I Thank God for Unanswered Prayers." Right. And um, man, I mean, I can't tell you how many times that's true. And yet, what's so funny is um, how many times I still try to plan things a certain way and get disappointed when they don't work out. <laughs> well, that that makes me wonder. Like, I'm not really a big planning person, and I have trouble maintaining. I get frustrated with maintenance tasks. But how, like, how do you deal with the plans that you've made that don't pan out? Do you, do you take, like, do you, uh, do you absorb that? Do you feel responsible for that? Or how, do you put any of that on God? Man, that is. I'm sorry. Are, I just like cracked into that. Geez, but I, I, I think, I think we just went from a 30 <laughs> minute to a two hour and 30 minute podcast. Just like okay, that. So Shazam. I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to roll with this as best I can. So the first is I'm the exact opposite. I am a plan, 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 plan some more, you know, uh, you know, and granted I do it. I have my digital calendar, but I really am a guy that's more about um, a sheet of notebook paper on a legal pad. And I have legal pads that are just scr- wow. you know, scribbled with notes. And I can tell you for the next three weeks what I plan to be doing about every hour to two hours. It's wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> I have notepads just like that, but mine have little doodles on them. <laughs> I'm not well, kidding. And, well, and I will tell you that when I, um, as I was in my mid thirties and I'm in my mid forties now, but when I was in my mid thirties, I would become incredibly frustrated by things that I had planned, not going according to plan. And I won't say that I have completely gotten away from that, but what I have done is I have realized that whatever I'm planning to have happen is almost assuredly not going to go according to plan and therefore, I can plan for that, <laughs> and I'm not disappointed. Yeah. So you you sort of like hope for the best and plan for the worst. <laughs> yes, it is absolutely that. Okay. And it's also, it, I think, I like to think there's some maturity that's come with that, and some recognition that, like those unanswered prayers, that a lot of times maybe what I th- was planning and the way I thought it should happen. Uh, it really wasn't the best way for it to happen, and the man upstairs has is looking out for me um, more than I can look out for myself. Um, doesn't mean I don't get frustrated though, but um, it has it has moderated. I'm not quite as uh, over the top type A as I used to be. Well, that's not true. I'm just yeah. um, I just maybe I hide it better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can confess that for myself. I have always sort of been a fly by the seat of my pants. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the the surprise, good and bad. But I've noticed as I've gotten older that, um, I, I, you know, there's there's been seasons. There's a long season of about 30 years where I started. It, it isn't as though I didn't have plans. I didn't write them down necessarily. But the plans or dreams or aspirations that I had similar sort of thing they just they didn't pan out the way that i thought they should and at, there were times when i would get frustrated admittedly with god i would get frustrated and go you know you know like i thought these were like the dreams that you put inside right. me i thought these were the aspirations that you inspired me with and that sort of thing and you know now that i'm in this season of life what i've discovered and maybe you can relate to this is that the dreams that I had, 
it's not as though those those were not relevant or significant or part of God's plan, but maybe part of what God's plan was to show me more of him in those circumstances and to reveal to me that maybe the way that that I interpreted or visualized the plan wasn't necessarily what he intended. Ah, absolutely. So it isn't as though this aspiration or dream fell by the wayside and I can get frustrated and angry about it. But in actuality, I can be thankful that he protected me from the version of it that I had inflated or uh, grandized in my mind. What you're saying is to have that understanding, to have that conclusion, that realization, it requires a great deal of maturity and also requires a great deal of humility. And not that all of us can't be more mature and more humble, but for you to even open that door, that, you know, the there's, I think there's a lot to be said for that. I really do. And, and I think, you know, specifically what Joe and I were, have both been talking about is um, what really led up to it is, you know, both of us are musicians. And at a time, there was a time where being professional musicians and touring was the goal. That was the aspiration. That's exactly what we were striving for. And anything less than that seemed like a letdown or a, uh, not fulfilling a dream. And I, we were talking that both of us, as we've gotten older, realized that the lifestyle that goes with that and the life on the road and the things that would be associated with it, we're so happy that we didn't go down that road because that wasn't really going to be the lifestyle for us anyways. And so as much as one part of us, I had this bulldogged determination to do that, in retrospect, I'm, I'm really thankful that that's not how it worked out. I really am. And I and I can say that with with 100% sincerity. Yeah, I think for me it would have been devastating. Not only not only would it not have been the lifestyle that I would have um that I would have enjoyed, but looking at it from from also a spiritual standpoint, it was completely self-absorbed. Mm -hmm. It was it was it was not um it was it was not a mature way to to go about living and it was just this super ego driven approach to life you know wanting to have the spotlight wanting to have the attention wanting to have the adulation of of those around me that's that's not good <laughs> that's not that's not healthy you know no absolutely so i would um <laughs> this is bringing back one of my, a phrase that i remember hearing sometime before and it was um you know in life we often don't get the things that we we deserve and we should thank god every day for that <laughs> <You know? laughs> where do you find these things <laughs> man i just read non-stop yeah i really do i just i i read at least two hours a day wow yeah, I'm I'm constantly Maybe that's why we can't do as many podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Perhaps I should back off of that. No, but I'm constantly I'm constantly just absorbing and reading and uh, you know, trying to understand uh and uh, there's just there's so much out there, man. I'm constantly interested. And some things some things stick better than others and that was one of them. Yeah. So, where are you in this season of thankfulness? Wow. Well, I, I will. I will tell you that it, this. It, it almost. We almost seem to be in that place today where we're talking more about being thankful for the things you didn't get than the things that you do have. Um, and so I will say that a long-standing sort of dream aspiration I had came true 
or came to fruition a couple months ago over the summer. Okay. And uh, it has made a tremendous difference. And, and, and it actually, it ties in so well. So bear with me for a moment here as I, I kind of walk you through this. All right. Um, as we've talked about in the podcast and, and, and basically throughout most of my adult life, I've, I've wanted that deeper experience of God as part of my life. And about three months ago, four months ago, I actually had one and it totally changed everything for me. And it went from a, it went from belief about God or, or, or thoughts about God to belief about God to then there was the point, as we've discussed last year and earlier in this year, that, that sort of knowledge of God where you, you, you know, but then I had that phrase, that peace beyond understanding. I had that happen. And it happened in a very short period of time. It was probably 15 to 20 minutes of like a meditative state where it happened. And I can't really, it's hard for me to even try to capture or to, to state what it was, as you can imagine, from something that says peace beyond understanding. So you it, couldn't it, understand it. <laughs> right. Well, it, it's not that I don't understand it. It's that I can't articulate it. It's, it's, it very uh -huh. much is a, there's no real way to describe it other than to just say it was, you know, the most real thing that's ever happened. And, and that led me to, in, in thinking about this today, it led me to, to search that verse out because I was like, I know that verse. I don't know specifically where it is. So, of course, I went and looked it up. And here's what I found so interesting about our Thanksgiving podcast, which is that particular verse of the Bible says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with Thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Nice. And um, w when I read that verse and realized that the thing I was trying to talk, I was going to talk to you about today that I didn't associate with Thanksgiving has the very word Thanksgiving right there in the middle of the, uh, of right. the verse. So Do you think, I'm sorry. Do yeah, you think that there's a difference between Thanksgiving and gratitude? Um, I know that they're often interchangeable, but I'm now now that we're talking about it, I'm wondering if there's a difference, and I'm wondering if the difference isn't that being thankful is thankful for the things that you have, or the prayers that have been answered, or the circumstances that you're in, and maybe being grateful for something is to be grateful for the things that you don't have, to be grateful for the things that have not happened. Am I reading it? Am I making it out to be something it's not? Perhaps. No, I mean, I, I, I think, I, I don't know if I would say that there's a difference between the two words. Okay. I don't know if I would, I don't know if I would draw a distinction between Thanksgiving and gratitude. However, I think what you've said at the end of that, which is that Thanksgiving and gratitude should be applied to the things we have, but just as importantly, and maybe more importantly, oftentimes is the things that we do not have. Um, or the things you know that haven't happened yet, because it says it's not. It's not saying 
to be thankful for the requests that were answered. It's saying by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Right. right so right, it's right, not right, that right. your request was answered and you were like, hey, thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. You did what I asked you to. Going back to our God isn't a genie. Right. But but it is saying that give that level of gratitude when you present your request, whichever way it works out. Right. Whether it falls by the – whether it occurs with the understanding that you think it should happen or whether it occurs by God's understanding. Yeah. And ultimately, it's for our good either way. Yeah. It's um, it's a really uh, – it's like I said, I, I cannot – I can't put it into words other than to say that the um, – the truth of it and the peace that comes with it and the love that goes with it. I, I, man, I've, I felt it all <laughs> that it was, it was amazing. It, it really was. That's awesome. I can say that, um, well, you know, I just had another visit to the emergency room. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> you know, they, they know me on, on a first name basis now, which is scary. Uh, but, um, this kind of pl- goes into the, uh, the whole Thanksgiving thing, I mean, we're sort of conditioned, at least in this country, the United States, to, you know, be thankful once a year, this time of year. And um, with things being as they have been ever since, you know, the virus has attacked our planet, I I was finding it difficult to be thankful in all the things that have been happening. But a couple of visits to the emergency room, and it, it realigns your focus to realize that there's a lot of little things that we should and can be grateful for that I think we often overlook breath in our lungs, friends to talk to, um, hospitals to go to. I was extremely grateful to have some place to go when I wasn't feeling good, you know, right. and it's something that um, we take, I think we, we all to an extent, take for granted until we need it. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's and that's something that's really been brought into focus for me. I am grateful for my wife. You know, I am grateful for her patience with me. Well, brother, I hope you've told her that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I figured, but, you yeah. know. <laughs> I also know sometimes. I mentioned it. <laughs> I, yeah, well, I also know sometimes you got to have those reminders like, oh, yeah, I've yeah. told everybody but her. <laughs> but her, yeah. Yeah. Well, in this in this day, I mean, uh, she's one of the few people that still talk to me. I mean, <laughs> she's still one of the, one of the few people I still talk with. But uh... <laughs> no, I think you had it right the first time when you said that still talk yeah, with you. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. You know. Oh, too funny, man. Well, you know, I know that you've had some a, a rough patch there. So the fact that you can still maintain thankfulness uh, and look at it that way. You know that's uh, that's that's strong. Now let me let me ask you a question here. Okay. How does your how do you think your faith informs your viewpoint in that in that way? How do you think if you didn't have the same faith, it might uh, you might look at it differently? I think partially it would be that I would to answer your question. I think I would probably look at things a lot more materially i would say okay well i i have to change this and i have to change that 
um, which ne totally negates where I am with it now. Where I am with it now is to say, what is God trying to show me in this? What is, where is God trying to shift my focus in this? Right. Okay. Rather than, and, and, and this, this has come into play even in my conversations with doctors and with the, you know, the nurses and stuff is they'll, they'll say what they have to say. And, and I don't diminish what they're saying, but I now take more time to consider what's happening um, in my relationship with God during those times than I do with other things. So that's what's different. Wow. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty powerful, man. I'm, that's uh, to be able to take stock and to, and to, even in the midst of, like you said, the, the, let's call it the material crisis, the physical crisis to, to have the, the wherewithal and then the focus to, to take it back to that, that spiritual side and go, what is, what is the plan here? What am I being asked to, to do? Or, or how can I just allow, you know, Christ to work differently through me by changing your, by changing your attitude, by changing your mindset about it? Well, that's it is that, you know, if something good happens, it's from God. If something bad happens, it's something that God has allowed. Okay, so when something bad happens that God has allowed, he's allowing it for my maturity, for my growth. Okay, and so even like, like if, if you read the book of Job, for example, mm -hmm. okay, and he would not deny God. And when he got through where I believe he found himself was to acknowledge the fact that whether something was was good from his perspective or bad from his experience, he had to acknowledge the fact that God is God. And the thing that that I focused on, um, even through my last hospital visit, was a verse that talks about the clay and how the clay doesn't look at the potter. And I'm I'm mangling the the scripture here again, <laughs> but <laughs> as I often do. You have the the potter and the clay, and the clay doesn't look up at the potter and say, "But why did you make me like this? You know, right. and why did you why did you have this?" It's not it's not the position of the clay to look at the potter and ask such questions, you know. And so, if you know, if God wants me to visit the hospital, then there's something there. Maybe it's something I need to change. Maybe it's a perspective I need to change. But ultimately, at the at the end of the day, we are the clay. Right. Whatever is going to happen is, you know, whenever we think that we're in control of anything, we're only deceiving ourselves. Okay. We make choices, but God is in control. Now, see, this is, and this is the, I'm going to dial, because you know, we've had this conversation, but this is the one thing where I wish there was more, I wish we could have more alignment in terms of realizing that there's not an inconsistency in what I'm about to say, which is, you can plan and take responsibility and control for your actions. And at the same time, you can also recognize that you're, you're, you're basically taking control of your own actions so much as God is allowing you to do so. Mm -hmm. Right? Like there's a, you know, you have your freedom. And I often think, you know, he's allowing us, he's allowing us to exercise our freedom. 
and that the better you know we're supposed to exercise freedom and responsibility and control over our lives and shaping it however when it starts to go far outside of his vision for what we should be then yeah then things that are outside of our control just happen to us <laughs> and bring us back on course yeah um and, 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 and we should be grateful for that we should be we should be it's really it's really tough but i think i i think we talk about those as if they're it's a dichotomy as if it's as if they're opposites that can't coexist and that's not the case they're not yeah you know you can you can recognize that you have complete you you can recognize that you have ultimate control of your life and that ultimately your control that you exercise of your life is also in the control of our creator and that those two things aren't at, at opposition to each other they actually can work in conjunction um if you uh, if you allow it to and not make it because as you know we have too many people who go just like whatever's going to happen god's going to let it happen and you know yeah to some degree but he's also hoping people get up and and do things on their own i i, I believe the message there is pretty clear too yeah you know, he, i agree he wants, he wants he wants his children to be productive he wants his children to be fruitful and multiply absolutely but uh you know, we also need some humility in the process. Um, you brought something else up that um, I thought was was interesting, um, and I was hoping that maybe you could give us a little sneak peek uh, when you're talking about some of the things that you have been led to maybe discuss more individually in upcoming podcast. Can you, can you give me a glimpse or can you give the listeners a glimpse of what that might consist of or, or some of the topics that you might be wanting to cover? Yeah. Um, well, I know one of the things that you and I actually talked about is um, worry and the, the verses that talk about um, being concerned about things that God is not only aware of, but that he provides for. That would be one thing. I I also would like to spend some time talking about the importance of the words that we say. Different things. I, I guess there's there's one of the other things that I, that I've had in my mind as I've been praying about doing these these individual podcasts is something that I think is is timely, and I don't want to I don't want to get into it too much here. But but there is there's a conversation that Jesus is having with his disciples about the uh, the end times and Jesus says that um, in in the last days that there would be that there would be those who are called by his name that would say that he is the Christ and every time I've heard it taught in churches and every time I've heard it spoken of it's always this idea that that Jesus is talking about people who are claiming to be Christ okay I think if we read that portion of scripture and take it in context, I don't think that's what he's saying at all. If you and I were disciples and you and I were walking side by side with Jesus and we were asking him this question and he was speaking, if he said that there would be those who would come in his name saying that he is Christ, okay? So basically what I interpret him as saying is that there would be people coming in his name, which would be People coming in his name are Christians, people who claim to be believers, I should say, and they are um, perhaps uh, spiritual gurus who 
who claim that Jesus is the Christ. They're not walking around saying that they are Christ. They are claiming that Jesus is the Christ. Okay. And that's actually what what it says. I don't I think I'm going off the rails here, but that's <laughs> Well, that's nothing new for us. Yeah. But I think that's that's more that's more what I'm one of the things that I'm wanting to talk about is the things that I have found in scripture that I've either never heard anyone talk about or I've only heard mentioned briefly. So I'm not sure if that if that example makes sense without actually pulling up scripture. Right. So like if we were sitting around a campfire and Jesus said, there's going to be people coming in my name who are going to say that I am the Christ. Okay. They're not saying that they are Christ. They're saying that Jesus is Christ. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. But okay. I, I think okay. what you're talking about bringing some scripture into it, you know, and I know a lot of what we typically do in this, in this kind of, um, in our dynamic, the two of us, you know, there's a lot more conversation in that as the title of the, as the title of the podcast would imply, you know, there, there's an answer, but there's all, but there's a lot of questions and, and, you know, a lot of what we do is more, you know, bringing up our questions, bringing up our doubts and, and talking about you know, the things that we're not sure of, but that we still have faith. Um, and so if you're, you're kind of um, planning to do more where there's actual scriptural basis and you're bringing up more of the verses in the word, I think that there's definitely a, a section of, of our listeners that are going to be very, very happy to hear that we're bringing more scripture into it. And, def, you know, I think that's fantastic, Joe. So I'm excited to hear it. Cool. Okay. Excellent. We'll be looking for that. Um, I wanted to share one one other thing with you that I, I was really it was really really interesting to me, and it's mostly interesting to me because of who said it and who had this very very deep insight. And the gentleman's name is Mike Tyson. And yes, I'm talking about the former heavyweight champion scandal. Um, clouded heavyweight champion of the world. So he has, uh, and over the last several years, and you know, there's all kinds of YouTube clips, but he has, a, he has his own podcast and it's called Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. For any of the listeners who aren't aware, Mike Tyson has become very much um, interested in smoking cannabis as part of his, you know, daily routine <laughs> in the hot boxing with Mike Tyson. He often, uh, brings guests on the show. It's definitely not what you would call a religious podcast. Uh, a lot of profanity. So I'm not recommending anybody watch the <laughs> podcast. However, I saw a clip of it. And he's talking with two comedians. And they go off into the realm. They're talking about religion. And one of the comedians says, well, you know, it's not so much about religion, it's about spirituality, which, golly, how many times have I heard that as like a catch-all phrase for, I'm just going to do whatever I want, and as long as I feel like it's okay, then it's okay. And of all people, Mike Tyson responds, he's like, basically, you can't do that. Wow. Because you, you have to have religion. And the comedian responds, well, yeah, but why? And he goes, he goes, well, without religion, he goes, then it's just whatever you think. He right. goes, he says, well, without the holy book, he goes, 
well, why don't you know? Why don't you just add a couple of lines? He goes, just you know, <laughs> he goes, if it's not from God, he goes, then why are you reading it? And if it is from God, then you, why wouldn't you have religion? Yeah. He goes, otherwise, you know, if you like something, well, you can scratch this little verse out, or you know, why don't you write a few lines in? He goes, better yet, he goes, why not just start your own religion then? <laughs> you know, if that's wow. all that there is to it. And I was I was blown away as much by the message, but more by the messenger. It's the last guy on the planet I would have necessarily pegged for that. So yeah. I did a little research because I was of the opinion or the understanding that Tyson had converted to Islam in jail, which sounds pretty stereotypical. Um, but apparently, you know, he kind of grew up uh, Presbyterian or Baptist. And from what I understand, has become more like has kind of moved back towards Christianity as he's gotten older. Wow. Which – so the whole thing just kind of took me by surprise. And again, I have no idea how much of what, I, what I've read or found out about him is true, but I do know that whatever the guy's faith is, he is at least not a I'm – not, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. He's not that guy. He actually believes that the structure um, of organized religion is important. And I have to say, my, I, I kind of took my hat off to him for that. Right on. Well, yeah. I guess we should keep them in prayer then. Yeah, for sure. At least as much as may God's will be accomplished. For sure. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, right? So, and, um, you know, like I said, it's, uh, <laughs> please, if you have sensitive ears, don't go searching that clip out. You won't be happy with me. <laughs> well, I find it interesting how many, um, how many, you know, famous people that are in the public eye are are having mm -hmm. uh for lack of a better word they're having spiritual or christian experiences lately and it's it's very di I've, i i try not to focus on it too much but it's it's just interesting to see uh and it's difficult to ascertain whether or not these experiences are genuine or not and I try not to even focus on that because that's not where that's not where my focus should be anyway, you know. Um, I, I I hope I hope that they're I hope that they're being genuine and you know on, at the end of the day only God knows. But well, I have to say I believe that the recent people that have been speaking out in support of religion blanket, but Christianity specifically. I have to believe that most of those cases are are genuine because there's absolutely no benefit to them and there's a there's a whole slew of negatives that could come along with revealing your religious preference and being a Christian in modern media, Hollywood, mainstream uh viewpoints that's very much become a um you know that's become taboo. Uh, right to say that. So I, I think for most of the people who have made the stance to come out publicly, you know, isn't that funny? Not like now people are sort of like, well, he, he came out as a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> right. But well, this goes back to what it, this goes back to what it is that I'm wanting to do another podcast about is Jesus said that, that there would be those that would come in his name saying that he is the Christ. 
mm-hmm. and would deceive many. So all I'm saying is, is it's like just because someone says that they've converted, let's say, we should all be looking to the scripture as our as our authority. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, no, I I agree with you that you should be looking to scripture as authority. Um, and and certainly I would say that whatever the hierarchy is, scripture's at the top, and you and I have to be at the bottom of that list. Right. <laughs> but right. but um, but our intentions are good. Our intentions so. are good. Yeah, right. I, I keep thinking there's a phrase about there that is. somewhere. I don't. don't. Just but I, but what I will say, and I think it's important to note, and I was actually just having this conversation with a good friend of mine, um, one of the um, one of the best ministers I've ever met, and a guy who genuinely was was very much instrumental in and in helping me make that conversion from the spiritual but not religious guy and on the path of being a Christian. Um, his name's Gardner. And um, so Gardner, if you check out this podcast, shout out to you, buddy. Um, but what we were talking about, and I thought it was so important, is we were discussing hypocrisy, specifically in Christianity. And one of the things that rubs so many people the wrong way is when Christians specifically are hypocrites. Because we, we anticipate that everybody else can be a hypocrite. But if you're religious, you know, if you're a position of religious leadership, you're supposed to not be a hypocrite in any way, shape, or form. And it's impossible, right? It's impossible right. for any human being in any role to not have some level of hypocriticalness of sin as part of their life. Right. And so if your goal is to if your goal is to look at one of these people or anybody that's in a role of religious leadership and say, well, they're a sinner, you go, yeah, you're absolutely right. Newsflash. Like yeah, yeah. But but we I think we lose sight of that. And so when you say something about, you know, being deceived by people, I don't think there's ever going there's never well, with one exception, an authority that's earthly that you can put all of that faith in to not mislead you. That's true. You know, that's no true. matter who it is, because that just reminded me. That just reminded me. Go on. I'm sorry. No, no, not at all. That I was made my point. Well, what I was gonna say is, is that reminds me of the verse that's that speaks of we fight not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers of the air. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is to say that basically is like no none of us are immune from being influenced by the light or the dark right okay where we could be saying something or acting in a certain manner that could be a stumbling block for someone else Ooh. Ooh. that's a really that's a deep that's a deep dive i was gonna <laughs> like, say that's, that's gonna have that's, that's a, a whole conversation whole different podcast that's gonna have to wait for See? another day yeah. But um but but yes and and so now let me let me come back let me try to bring this thing full circle. When you look at your Bible and you look at your scripture and you realize that you have a personal relationship with God with with Christ that the scripture is the word of God. Now that talk about something to be thankful for. You have direct access. So you right. can bypass, not that you shouldn't have be part of a community, but you can bypass 
you can go right to the source. He wants you to get into the word. He wants you to be part of it. And you want to talk about something to be thankful for. That's it. Man. That, that should be at the top of that list. Yeah, that has me thinking of, for one thing, all of the generations of people that didn't have the word. They didn't have access to the word or mm -hmm. going back to the dark ages, they weren't educated enough to read the word, even if they had it. They had religious leaders who were, you know, well, they were politicizing religion, actually, in order to control the, uh, the population. So you had that. And even now in, you know, in countries that don't have access to the word, mm -hmm. being grateful for the fact that we can actually have access to the word of God is, is you cannot express enough gratitude for that. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, that's a, that's a great closing point. <laughs> well, <all right. laughs> Sorry. That's where we should end it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so Joe, with that said, uh, I also thank you, sir, for, for your time this afternoon and thank you for being, uh, the part of the podcast, uh, and, um, you know, making, making this a reality. Cause without you, this, this could never happen. J like just that. in case you haven't picked up on it, Joe's the technical wizard that makes all of this work. <laughs> I just get on here and, and ramble for a bit. And, and Joe's the one that actually turns this into something tangible, uh, that everybody else has access to. So thank you for that. And, uh, Joe, if you would, sir, if you would close us with prayer, I would greatly appreciate it. Okay. Well, Father God, we thank you for this time, this season to reflect on the things that we should be thankful and grateful for. And we ask that you would help us to uh, share that gratitude with those nearest and dearest to us. Amen. Amen. All right. Until next time, this has been the One Answer, Two Question podcast. Happy Thanksgiving. Take care, brother. You too.